This edition of The Wellness Prescription is brought to you by Healthy Planet, making the world healthier and greener one day at a time. Good morning. I'm Dr. Claudia. Welcome to The Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Thank you all for tuning in every week. Before we begin the show, I want to answer another listener question. The question was, how much cardio is enough to get health benefits? Well, this all depends on how physically fit you are. So if you're a beginner, I would start with three days per week of low-impact cardio and build from there. If you're consistent, you will notice your stamina improve quickly and you'll increase your duration of cardio in no time. So you can start with 15 to 20 minutes, build up to 30 to 40 minutes, and then eventually you can add weight and resistance training. I also like to recommend incorporating interval training right off the get-go. So what does that mean? That means that you start your walk or your run, and then for about 30 to 60 seconds, you increase your speed, and then you bring it down. This will ensure that you're doing the exercises that you need, and it will guarantee success. Make sure you're having fun and do something that you love. I hope it gets you on your way um, and gets you feeling really good right away. So now for this week's show... Today on the Wellness Prescription, I am joined by Laura Jacobs. She is a professional Cupid. Yes, you heard me right. She is the founder of the Modern Dating Coach, and I want to welcome Laura to the show. Thank you, Laura, for being here. Thanks for having me. Hi, everyone. So, Laura, can you tell us a little bit about yourself? What motivated you to begin this career path? Well, I was living in New York at the time, and I wasn't involved in this industry whatsoever, but I, you know, had a long-term relationship with mine end, and I didn't really know what to do or, like, where to turn. I had never really been a fan of dating apps, but then again, I had been taken for so many years, and a girlfriend of mine said, you know, you need to go see these people in New York. They're professional matchmakers. And they'll, they'll fix it up. They'll fix you up. They have great guys. I'm like, that exists. That's, it's a real thing. They're like, oh, yeah, this is a huge industry. What are you talking about? I'm like, wow, that's so interesting and cool. So, you know, I met with a bunch of matchmaking companies. I joined their database is what it's called when you're, you know, you're not, you're not a paying client, but you're like, hey, I'm available. I'd like to date someone that matches, you know, my criteria and their criteria of what they're looking for. And I went on some dates and then, you know, one of the main matchmakers called me back in the office and said, you know, you are modeling, you're in this industry. Like if you refer your friends, we'll pay you. And I was like, what, what do you mean? You'll pay me just for like sending my single friends in. They're like, Oh yeah. So I started off with just like one foot in the industry and it just grew into like a beast from there. Then I was like, I want to start matchmaking. I want to help coach these clients. Like I, it just grew. So it's a long answer, but yeah. Well, it sounds really interesting. So as my, you know, I'm a health and wellness advocate. So I believe that healthy relationships, they're so important and necessary to maintain optimal health. Because if you're in a horrible relationship, you just watch your health spiral downward. So let's dive in and discuss how using a dating coach can help you find your perfect match. Because I think that's the most important thing to note here, is that you do need to find somebody who's going to make you happy and therefore healthy. Yeah, I think dating coaching, I decided to really narrow in on that. There's a lot of different life coaches and, of course, like therapists for all different types of issues. I wanted to help people with dating, specifically women with dating, as I found when I was matchmaking, just how much I relate to these women about issues that they have that I used to have and how I could help them with that. 
um, you know, I studied psychology. And so I really just hit the books and decided I'm going to help, I'm going to help women with this because I found that women have a natural caring nature and naivety. And so many of my friends and my, my clients now, you know, they have trouble setting boundaries and they'll be like, Oh, I'm like dating this guy and we're exclusive. I'm like, did you define that? And they're like, no. <laughs> I'm like, okay. So it's a very specific niche. People come through with all types of issues, but they're all dating issues. Yeah. Okay. So when you say they're all dating issues, let's, let's discuss like what would be a dating issue. So one of them is like maybe one person decides that they're exclusive, but the other person decides that they don't need to be exclusive. Are those things that you're coaching them when you're doing date coaching or telling them how to set their boundaries, how to, how to create like in their mind the relationship that they're looking for, and then you look for somebody like that on a dating app? Is that how it works? Sort of. I mean, yeah, like the, a very typical scenario relating to that is like a woman will come to me and say, you know, I, I want to talk to you. I've been dating this guy three months. We met on a dating app. I see him three to four times a week. I consider us dating, but he hasn't defined the relationship. Like, what do I do? Hmm. And I'll walk her through, well, you know, if you didn't really list your intentions from the beginning, I hate to unfortunately tell you there's a high probability he is seeing other women. And a woman will be crushed to hear this, but, you know, men are more analytical. And if you let them have that, like, you know, opening, most of them will take it, <laughs> unfortunately. Um, but, I mean, I coach men, too. I, I have a couple great guys that I coach. It just depends. Whatever the person is dealing with in, you know, relating to dating, sometimes it's dating apps, sometimes it's the relationship they're current, currently in, sometimes it's a breakup that they're really having trouble getting over. And so I'm going to ask you a really loaded question. So obviously men and women date differently. So mm -hmm. if you had to decide how does a woman date differently than a man or how does a woman go into a relationship differently than a man, what would you say? And I think this is really important because you're, I, I do believe that men and women have different objectives and go into relationships for different reasons. And that's a great place to start helping men and women get into relationships. So what would be an expectation of a guy compared to a girl going into a relationship? So the number one difference that I notice is and it is a loaded question, but it's just the truth. Societally, women usually, once they have been intimate with one man, that's good for them. They continue seeing that one guy. They're not usually going to go looking around, even if the relationship hasn't been defined. They're just, they're like, they're sleeping with one guy. Okay, that's the guy. Let's see where it goes. Men are not conditioned to do that because men are not societally shamed sexually. So women go into dating looking for exclusivity, and men often do not. Right. And now you are very candid on your website and on your social media about your own struggles with dating. And this is really great because it helps people realize that everybody has the same struggles and you're not alone and you, you might experience some of those struggles um, as, a, you know, as a person in the dating scene. So can you share some of those struggles with us just to let people feel a bit more comfortable about trying to date in, in this new society? Yeah, for sure. I'm very open about my own struggles because I just found there's a lot of other dating coaches out there, but they just pretend to be perfect. So like dangle a carrot in front of you, like, Oh, if you like work with me or take my course, you'll find a love like I have. And I'm like, okay, you know, it's <laughs> a bit cruel. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I've written for the LA times. I have two articles out there that are, 
you know, frankly embarrassing of, you know, <laughs> two dating scenarios where they, things just went very wrong for me. Um, one was, and it was very funny, the difference in articles. One is a story about a guy that I dated for four months and I waited, I waited four months to sleep with him. Um, I was in a place in my life where I was like, you know, I don't, I just want to take things very, very slow and I don't want to be hurt anymore. And I'm just going to hold out for four months. And of course, you know, I finally slept with him and he ghosted me. It was like, oh my God. And all the comments, you know, on that article were like, oh my God, it's because you're an ice queen. It's because you, you know, <laughs> waited too long and all this stuff. Like it, all the blame goes, went on me, of course. And then the other story was like some years later, I met this guy at a event and I had like my first one night stand I've ever had in my life. And we ended up dating for about six months and like being together in a full relationship. And it, but it didn't work out. And of course the comments on that were, Oh my God, you were too, you were too slutty for lack of a better word or, you know, and it's just, I don't know. It's, I find it hilarious. Like the different things put on women for just how we act and it's, but yeah, I'm very open and candid. I'm like, look, if this happened to me, it, it could happen to you. Like no one's perfect. <laughs> so. That's a really good point. And dating is different. It's going to be a different experience for everyone. But online dating is not a new reality. Like in fact, I know so many couples who are in long-term relationships who have met through dating apps. But let's be realistic. The global pandemic has definitely changed how people look at dating. So what has changed in dating, uh, in the dating world since the pandemic? I think so much has changed since the pandemic. I think people are, well, the good part is I think a lot of people are now looking for someone. They, you know, I think previously a lot of people were workaholics or they weren't putting an emphasis on dating. They were single and they were like, oh yeah, I'm looking for someone, but they weren't really looking for someone. And then they had to be alone. They had to take all this time by themselves and really look at like what's important. You know, it's kind of a wake up call. So I had a lot of clients contact me and say like, I'm really ready to find somebody now. I don't want to go through lockdown alone again. That was terrible. So it was a good thing. But then I think a lot of people got very like addicted to dating apps because they were bored. There was a boredom that came with it too. So they were just like chatting, chatting, chatting all day with people that they really couldn't even meet. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Um, so it was interesting, for sure. Yeah, I, I find that, uh, yeah, boredom was a real motivator to do all kinds of different things during the pandemic. But we're going to take a break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about mastering dating apps. This is the Wellness Prescription on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Have a question for Dr. Claudia? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us info at 1059theregion.com. The Wellness Prescription with Dr. Claudia on 1059 The Region. You're listening to 1059 The Region. Welcome back to The Wellness Prescription. So before the break, Laura shared some of her own dating experiences and struggles, so she is not immune to the difficulties of dating, and she developed an online coaching course called Mastering Dating Apps. It's a practical course that's directed towards women who are using dating apps and they want to turn their situationship into a relationship. I love this line. What does that mean and how does it work? <laughs> I mean, it basically means I feel like so many women are in situationships. There's, there's like a guy they see and they really like him and 
but it's not, it's not a relationship. Like nobody shares each other on each other's social media. It's not official. You have not met his parents. He is not telling people really about you that you're like his girlfriend. You don't know if he's seeing other women, like you're in a situation shift, like of course, you know? So <laughs> these are, these are very common. I've found myself in them <laughs> at times. So I really, I just wanted to make a practical guide. So if a woman is really after a long-term relationship, how do you find that? How do you arm yourself with knowledge to find men who are also looking for the same? Because I, I think men are awesome and certain men are looking for that. Right. Okay, so I am in a very committed relationship. I've been married for 20 years, so I'm totally happy. But I decided to take your quiz from the perspective of somebody who would be single right now. So I went online, I took okay. your quiz. Uh, yeah. and, and it's awesome because I discovered that if I were single and looking to date, I would be considered an entertainer, okay? So mm-hmm. how does knowing this help me or anyone looking for Mr. Right find Mr. Right? Yes, the entertainer is very, it's just kind of like you're using apps for entertainment. Like you don't have a lot of expectations on it. See, dating apps are so funny because, you know, you have some people using them that are like, I, they're very serious about it. They're like, I need to find a partner. I want a romantic partner. And that's a different intention from someone like the entertainer who's just using it kind of like, eh, I use this to like pass the time. It's kind of fun to talk to people. So you can see how some people using it when they have two different totally intentions can get mixed up. So it is helpful to know like, oh, this is how some people are using it and not everyone is using apps in the same way. Okay, so is that, so now you as a um, dating coach, would you bridge the gap between those two types of people? Well, I would suggest they probably don't talk any any longer because <laughs> the entertainer is kind of just like eh, like I do this to pass the time it's kind of fun like maybe I'll meet someone but yeah I think if you have intentions that different it's not a match okay so now you also talk about how dating apps are so addictive and how they're affecting our brains how so they're so addictive I'm telling you dating apps are very smart. They're like multi-million, some multi-billion dollar companies that are just like video games at your phone. They know exactly what they're doing. It's like a big casino. Basically, whenever you get a like, whenever someone new messages you, that's your brain firing off. Your dopamine receptors are, are you know, on high alert. It's like your dopamine reuptake inhibitors are they're going for it. And this is very addictive, and they, people know that, like, who have developed these apps. So a lot of apps say, like, oh, we want to get you off the app. We want to have you meeting someone. It's like, no, they're actually using so many techniques to keep you on that app and keep you addicted. They use facial recognition technology. So if they see that you like a certain attribute of someone or you like a guy, they will show you more guys that look like the guy you just like to keep you on the app. Right. So basically, sometimes you're on these apps and you're not actually searching or, or getting access to the person who might, you know, be willing to be in a long-term relationship with you. And so it's kind of like counterproductive, really. It's just kind of keeping it, you addicted. Yeah, it gives the illusion that there's someone better out there. There's other options out there. It gives that illusion. It gives that so strongly and people are just like, instead of having a conversation with one person and realizing like, this is not just like an avatar at the other end, this is a real person I'm talking to. They're like, ah, that conversation kind of died. Let me see who else is out there because the addiction of a new match is so strong. Right. 
And so there are new rules to dating now. So like there's been a huge paradigm shift um, and you say that it has nothing to do with doing all the right things. So what does it have to do with? Yeah, there's no such rule of doing all the right things because, yeah, everything has changed. It's like we used to live in a world where we'd meet someone in life through friends and we would date them and we'd probably see where that goes. And we weren't getting shown, like, all these other options every single day on our phones, right? So I think it's definitely changed society. I think it, it has to do with being true to yourself and speaking your boundaries. Like, there is no right way. Um, I think you have to kind of know where the other person is at because there are no rules. Like, if you want a relationship, I mean, I tell my clients, before you even go on that first date from a dating app, make sure you guys are on the same page. Um, I think a lot of upset from people comes from not listing expectations, right? So... You know, a, a client will tell me, I had the worst first date. It was terrible. It was so awful. And I'm like, okay, why was it awful? And usually we'll be able to break it down to something that, you know, one of her deal breakers was cross, and she never had that conversation with him before meeting him. So the guy will be like on the date and he'll say, I never, I never want children. It's something I don't want. And the woman will be very upset, leave the date feeling totally defeated. What a waste of her time, et cetera, et cetera. I'm like, well, why didn't you ask that question? Right. Before meeting. You're coaching both men and women, uh, but you tend to focus mostly on women. Is there a reason? I think, to be honest, women just have more interest in this arena. And I, and I don't want to get, you know, hated for saying that. But it's, I just find that it's, it's true. Like, you know, the unfortunate thing is societally – women have pressure put on us, especially the newer generation, to get married and have children. And that pressure is coming off of men big time. Men don't really have that pressure anymore. They're like, oh, no one's going to, like, bother me if I'm 50 and I'm single. I mean, some of your friends might find it weird, but um, not as much as women. And women are constantly looking to better themselves. They love coaching. They love therapy. Most men don't love therapy. I would know from my exes. I'm like, hey, we need to go uh, talk to someone. He's like, what? Uh, disappearing accusing. <laughs> there are some really woke men. There are. There are. And, like, the, the few male clients I work with are amazing guys. Like, they deserve amazing women. They're, they're catches because they work on themselves. But um, it's not very common for, like, a normal macho man to be like, yeah, I'm really working on personal development and therapy, statistically, you know. Right. So now, another important question. So what would be the average age of the clients that you're working with? The average age? It's really been all over the place. Like, I have, a, and it's cool because I can coach anyone wherever they are. Like, I have a client in London. She's 47. Um, I have a girl in Georgia. She's 35. Um, my, one of my guys is 29. It's really like all over the place. So, but I would say like the oldest client is about 55 and, and so, I, maybe the youngest 29. And that's kind of a testament to the idea that dating is kind of like, you know, non-generational, non-age kind of the struggles exist from very young to more mature in this whole dating world. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I really think it's a very tough arena, you know, especially for divorced women 
to, you know, go through a divorce, have children, have those custody battles and problems, and then now they have to be on dating apps. They don't know how to use these, and, they're, and they don't know, like, what they're getting into. They're very naive. They really need me. Like, it's, like, it's the whole thing. Um, it's different. So now we're in a global pandemic, and I realize that some parts are kind of like not as restricted as we are here in Ontario, but like how do you date during a pandemic? What do people do, and how do you kind of start a relationship? What would you recommend? What I've noticed people have done is a lot of FaceTiming, um, especially with restrictions. Like they'll start with a FaceTime call and see if they – really like each other, and I, I mean, I know people that have FaceTime for three months before meeting, and then they met, and they're like, oh my god, this is my person, or they met, and they're like, uh, I don't feel any chemistry, right. <laughs> so it's really unfortunate, but I think, you know, it's just being more cautious and talking to someone, and that can be a really good thing, because you can get to know the person without those physical distractions first and build like a, a real relationship in a pandemic and then sort of decide, do I want them part of my, I mean, in BC, we, we used to call it safe six. So do I want them part of my circle? Right. So I think people are taking more caution, more care. That can never be a bad thing with dating. And so like, do you feel like now that, you know, we've been through the worst of the global pandemic, things are going to start moving on. Do you think that the dating world will kind of, adopt the changes that they've had to make over the last year or so, or do you think it'll revert back to previous? No, I think it will adopt to the changes, but I think if anything, once the pandemic is over, um, if it's ever over (laughs) and back to normal, (laughs) here's hoping. Um, I I think people will go a little bit nuts for lack of a better word. I mean, I've seen in places that are fully open, people are just like, I'm vaccinated. Like, let's go. But I think they're, they're sick of this like online dating. People have had their fill of it. So they're ready to meet people in person. That's what I've noticed. I mean, my friends in places that are open, they're like, guys are coming up to me. They're saying hello again. They're making initiative. I've never had this happen, you know, pre pandemic. So people want these old-fashioned things again. So I think it's cool. I don't know. We'll have to just see. Right. And now, you know, it's interesting because we've heard from divorce lawyers that they've been super busy during the pandemic because for, mm-hmm. couples are forced to recognize, like, certain issues and, and just not tolerate certain things anymore. Do you think that people's attitudes post-pandemic will change towards what they will tolerate? Yeah, because I think the pandemic woke everyone up to say life is short. I mean, yeah, in that divorce scenario, I know many couples that unfortunately did end up separating in the pandemic. And what happened was really all the distractions were taken away. It's like if your relationship wasn't really going well, but kind of hanging on, well, you had work to distract you. You had the kids to distract you. You had your friends to distract you. Life was too busy to like deal with that. And then all of a sudden life got very slow and you had to like face what was right in front of you. So that will also be interesting to see what happens. I think people understand that life is short. Um, Things could change at any time. We don't really have control of our lives like we thought. I think it was a good awakening for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't agree with you more. And since we all love like a really happy ending to every story, do you have any really nice success stories of couples that were matched through you and who have a long-term loving relationship, family, children, white picket fence? I do have a lot of couples who are together, but since I've only been professionally matchmaking about two and a half years, 
Um, no one's gotten married yet, but I'm keeping my fingers crossed. I have four beautiful couples that live together that are so happy. that are like, thank you so much for setting me up. I just set up a guy a couple of months ago and he was, you know, they're, they're all picky by the way. So they're coming to a professional matchmaker. They're like, really, you know, they're picky. So he had all these, he had all these requirements and he said, you know, I, I really want this. And she has to be below this age. And I was like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. And, um, I knew exactly who the girl was for him and she wasn't in his like so-called requirements. So I just said, you know, I'm, I'm setting up on your date and I don't want to hear it. You just have to trust me. This is your wife. Okay. She's your future wife. You just got to trust me. I, I don't want to hear it. How old is she? What does she look like? I said, no, we're not doing that. You're just going on the date. Okay. Like, trust me. So then, of course, it's been like three months. He's like, oh, my God, I'm so in love with her. You're so right. She's everything I could ever want. And she wasn't, like, in his specific little category. So sometimes people think they know what they want, and I'm like, no, I know better. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that makes sense because you've actually studied them and you've made a list of all the things they're looking for in a relationship. So for sure it makes sense that you would know what they need and what they want out of it. Now, one yeah. last question before I wrap things up. Are you currently in a relationship? So I'm not right now. I'm single right now. And I think I get that question all the time. <laughs> like I go, I go, no, and, it, and it's great. I love it actually, because I go through seasons of like, sometimes I am dating someone and sometimes I'm not, but I think this job and this profession has made me so clear on like my own intrinsic value, what I offer, what I bring to the table. And I'm not just going to have, a guy to have a guy. You know what I mean? I I refuse to do that. I really have to, you know, the person really has to match me and I'd rather keep the door open. Like a lot of my coaching, especially on Instagram is, you know, empowering women to let them know, like you are, you are not worthless without a man. You are still an amazing person. And society really tends to shame single women and be like, Oh, what's wrong with her? She's single. I mean, I don't hear this with men. No one shames men and a man and says, Oh, you know, he's, Oh, did, did you hear so-and-so is 32 and single? How pathetic that would never happen to a man. Right. So here we have such a difference. And I think everyone has their single season that they need to go through to get clear on what they're looking for. I'm definitely, I, I would love a relationship, but I understand a lot of men are actually intimidated to date a relationship coach too. I've run into it. And you know what? That's a really valid point and a great ending statement where you really just learn your worth and you just learn what you want and what you want out of a relationship. So I can't thank you enough for joining me today. Uh, That was all such great information. I think everybody's going to look at dating and dating apps with a very different light. So I can't thank you enough. If people want to get in touch with you, use your services or check out your social media, how can they do that? You can follow me on Instagram. It's Laura R. Jacobs. You can go to my website, which is www.moderndatingcoach.com. You can email me from there. You can send me a DM too. I check everything. So that's the best way. That's awesome. And you can find me on Instagram at Claudia underscore Makiela or my website, ClaudiaMakiela.com. That's my show for this week. For previous broadcasts of The Wellness Prescription, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thank you for listening. The Wellness Prescription was brought to you by Healthy Planet. Order online at HealthyPlanetCanada.com or go online to find a location nearest you.